Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Diary. Today's episode is going to be about a lesson I really learned only in late 2022 and early 2023. I think it's a very important lesson for everyone to grasp, but it can be hard to come to terms with. The lesson is that no matter what you do, not everyone's going to like you. And I personally think that the sooner one is able to understand this and make peace with this fact, the better. Right before the new year, so 2022 coming into 2023, I was doing an end of the year reflection and answering a lot of different prompts regarding the last 365 days. So this is one of the prompts that I answered that night. December 31st, 2022. Prompt. What lesson have you learned this year? Answer. You can try your hardest, but not everyone's going to like you. End of journal entry. At this point in my life, I was dealing with a really tough roommate situation. I am now closing out my first year of college, but it hit me a lot harder during my first semester just because I had come from a really loving friend group in high school um, and then transitioned to struggling to find my people in college. And it didn't help that the one place that I was supposed to be, I was supposed to be able to use as my sanctuary, you know, my room had so much negative energy in it. I never really had any issues with someone before coming to campus. So this was hard for me to navigate on top of my schoolwork and everything else that comes with adjusting to a totally new environment. My roommate was the source of so many of my tears for so long because I just felt like she hated me. And honestly, she probably does. But now I refuse to give her that power. You can't make me cry. I have done everything in my ability to make her feel welcome and try to at least be on good terms with her. So if she wants to be rude, then so be it. That's her choice. One thing I found comfort in is this. Our values simply do not align. I've realized it's actually concerning if everyone I encounter does like me because the people I tend not to like are the ones who I think have poor morals. So if my values don't align with someone's, I'd be concerned if they did like me. Like what character flaw or questionable stances do we share? So going back to my roommate situation, she comes off sometimes as a very nice person, but over the past few months, I've spoken to many other people who have also found her to be very exclusionary and catty, just going out of her way to exclude some of the sweetest people I know. All throughout the first semester, she would make it a point to have the most extravagant hellos and goodbyes for everyone in the room except me. She would go around hugging them, singing their praises and laughing quite loudly, but making a point to skip over me. Does this sound like a good, kind person? No. So I ask myself, why would I want to be best buds with someone who tries to make people feel so horribly? I don't. It would reflect poorly on me if that was who I kept in my company, because as is so commonly said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Why would I let her skew my average? I don't want to be a shitty person who makes a conscious decision to be rude. So I shouldn't let her opinion of me 
take up my time, energy, or headspace because she's simply not worth it. And that is a mindset that I have taken into all of my relationships. I also think it's important to recognize that you can't be soulmates with everyone. Some people just don't click and sometimes it's not the fault of any one person. Everyone is different and it doesn't mean you're a bad person or really say anything about your personality if you aren't the greatest of friends with all people. I mean, you don't love everyone you run into, do you? And those people you aren't, you know, huge fans of, it's not always because you find them to be the worst human being alive and they're just absolutely despicable and the scum of the earth. No, half of the time you just weren't vibing with them. Sometimes we do make judgments of people without ever really getting to know them and it's to be expected that people will do the same about us. But it doesn't say anything about that individual or about ourselves. It just reflects how one person perceives them and how two people's personalities don't necessarily mesh. The right ones will like you almost instantly. Yes, of course, good friendships take time to develop, but even in the initial stages, you shouldn't have to fight to get someone who's eventually going to be your best friend. You shouldn't have to fight for them. You, it shouldn't be a struggle. They're not meant to be in your inner circle, if that's the case, and you shouldn't really want them there if every day is a battle. The final thing I want to emphasize, and it's kind of related to the first point, but sometimes not being liked by everyone can mean you're doing something right. At times, you'll get flack and pushback for not going with the status quo or not agreeing with everyone, but you have the ability to discern right from wrong, and if you're sure of where you stand in your convictions, don't let anyone tell you you're wrong. Obviously, I'm not talking about people not liking you because you're racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, ableist, etc. I honestly don't like you either if you fall into any of those categories. I'm talking about moments when people say or do things you know is incorrect, but everyone else in the group is too afraid to stand up for what's right. They might say you're making things uncomfortable or causing a scene, but good change over the course of history. It has never been made by people who just sit idly by in the face of injustice or when something's blatantly wrong. In my own life, this has manifested in terms of me losing a friend because he was defending a horrible abuser. It was a hill he was willing to die on, honestly, and he was also putting words into my mouth regarding the situation and twisting what I was saying, which I didn't appreciate. There were other red flags in that relationship, given that he had a history of victim blaming and looking down on people in worse positions than him, even if it was through no fault of their own. He was also overly competitive within friendships to the point where it had become toxic and I didn't like that. Going back to my previous episode about toxic productivity, I really emphasized finding worth and value within yourself outside of your honors and awards and that was something he just really couldn't do. He was stuck in this grind alpha culture that didn't mesh well with me. So I want to really emphasize that where there's smoke, there's fire, because over the months, I kept trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but eventually I had to call a spade a spade, you know? In his mind to this day, I'm in the wrong for not supporting an abuser, and if he can sleep at night believing that, good for him, but I can sleep at night too, and I do it with a smile on my face every time, because I know I did nothing wrong. 
I don't support an abuser, and that's something I can proudly say, as opposed to some of his thoughts. I think it would have been easy for me to beat myself up about that, and he really did try to gaslight me into thinking I was in the wrong. But like I said, you have to stand firm in your morals because some people simply don't have morals, and you calling them on their bullshit might upset them. So in short, you are not a bad person because someone or some people don't like you. It's really not that big of a deal, and in five, ten years, you won't even care about what they thought of you. The opinions of the people who respected you and cared about you are what's going to matter to you in the long run. And honestly, your haters will probably be begging you for a job one day because you're a bad bitch. With that, I'll talk to you later. Follow the podcast on Spotify if you'd like it, and on Instagram at MyDearDiaryPod. Till next time, bye! Thank you.